2: Folks, welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that really is a prequel to Castaway. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me, as always, is Anna Otto. How are you, Anna?
3: I've had a very emotional day, Dan.
2: <laughs> Unpack.
3: <laughs> um, Explain. The dog that I fostered for exactly one weekend was at the doggy daycare today, and I cried upon seeing her. Also, Mm -hmm. it's my last week at the doggy daycare, which is a little bit bittersweet. But other than that, I'm pretty good. I had some guacamole and queso not too long ago, which some might say, isn't that a little heavy to be eating at eight o'clock at night? And I'd say, yes, I am going to regret this later, but it it was good. (laughs) How are you, Dan?
2: I'm good. I have my, uh, it's been nice outside this weekend, so I was able to bicycle, um, which I like to do, and I say bicycle because I'm an elderly man, and saying bike is not enough syllables.
3: Dan, I've been thinking about bringing my bicycle back into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's
2: wonderful. I bike sixty miles this weekend.
3: Okay, I'm thinking more like two. <laughs> like I'm not trying to be crazy, Dan. I, you, you forget I'm weak.
2: I don't forget. I constantly remember. You
3: forget? I literally just ate a bunch of queso because I can. <laughs>
2: um also joining us today i'm gonna say live because it's live to us not to you when you're hearing this but live from beautiful southern california it is our returning guest our first returning guest Ooh. ever
3: Woo! alex
2: langa i did it you did it
3: welcome back friend
0: hello i also had an emotional day today
3: blessed
2: Unpack. Explain.
0: Uh, I was trying to get five stars on Come As You Are, the live version on Guitar Hero, and then I missed I <laughs> okay. I missed. I missed one of the last notes in the song. Oh, Honestly, no. Honestly,
3: that's everything. You know, when I was little, my mom knitted me a fingerless glove that I used to wear while playing Guitar Hero. <laughs> Good lord. Specifically, Freak Out a Leash. That was my go-to. Oh, my god. Wow.
0: That's... You know, I would love to witness you being the singer for like a rock band or a guitar hero with your Wisconsin accent, singing corn yeah. or like down I with the sickness. Porn. Oh my god,
3: come on, get down with this! I've been, to, you know, I attended a disturbed concert.
0: Yes, uh, Ooh. I think I'm gonna need your best.
3: I actually cannot do those kinds of things. Um, This is going to sound pretentious, but it's not good for my vocal cords, so I like, my brain won't allow me to do it. Sounds like like you're scared. Dan, I wasn't going to say I'm scared. (laughs) Just like with any muscle, one must warm up first. Uh, Was that good?
2: Sounded like a dying toad, Correct. but it was closer. Thank
3: you. <laughs> anyway, my personal favorite Disturbed song is 10,000 Fists. It's pretty mainstream, too, but let's carry on.
2: <laughs> Alex, you brought it up. Now we have to hear your ooh wah ah Uh.
3: Ah! <coughs>
1: <laughs>
0: like you were clearing your throat yeah you were
2: clearing your throat starting your lawnmower isn't, isn't that he what he's doing
0: isn't that what he's doing he's clearing his throat to sing about how he got sick or something I don't know I haven't read the book oh no, my god
3: you, see, you haven't read the book I can't Alex I've missed you you're fun you're good times
0: that's why well, I'm the returning guest <laughs> Shade on all your other guests.
3: Also, because you
2: asked to be on (laughs)
3: again.
0: No, they don't need to know that. We need to keep the the veneer of of show time. The theater of the mind. Yeah, exactly. We're not breaking the fourth wall here.
2: No. I've never
3: broken a wall in my life.
2: I am following these two guys on TikTok who are kicking down the walls of their I've seen that. It's very fun. It is. They They do two kicks a day, basically. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, the movie that we're ah, 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 talking about today is Joe vs. the Volcano, released in 1990, directed and written by John Patrick Shanley, starring Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan, (laughs) Lloyd Bridges, Robert Stack, Abe Vigoda... Dan Hedaya, Barry McGovern, and Ossie Davis. And, and three
3: times. And,
0: and,
2: and Nathan Lane. And a cameo
0: from Nathan yeah. Lane.
3: Okay, I yeah. must have missed that because I was like watching the movie Do 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 Do. And I went on the IMDb and it said Nathan Lane. And I said, Where? Who? Name one time. But there was a point, I'm not going to lie, I did get up at one point because my little pea brain was like I got to find my embroidery floss for a project I'm not currently working on <laughs> so I did excuse myself at one point and just listen from the other room but I don't I don't know we'll see
2: uh, released on March 9th 1990 with a budget of 25 million it made 39.4 million so it actually did make money despite its reputation on Rotten Tomatoes. It has an approval rating of 63% and Roger Ebert gave it 3.5 out of four, calling it new and fresh and not shy of taking chances.
3: I have something to say. I got yes. something to say.
2: Please tread lightly. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what Do you, you
3: guys know that opinion- reference.
0: No, I was just, I was, I just don't know what your guys opinions are on this. Cause it it seems to be a very, uh, polarizing film.
3: Um, I'll tell you this, when I my mom asked me what movie I was watching, and I told her and she went, ugh. But <laughs> I'll also tell you, I love Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan in Sleepless in Seattle.
0: Okay. Uh-huh.
3: But why... Meg Ryan was beautiful in each character in this movie, however... I didn't like it. I felt like I was high the whole time. <laughs> well, there were... I, there were parts of it that I liked. Okay, I will say that much. But there are also parts of it that I was like... Alex is about to get an earful tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Do we have to repeat Blues Brothers 2000 where I go? Yeah. I oh, regret. God. <laughs>
3: not quite as bad because i love tom hanks and meg ryan but oh also i was gonna say gage told me this is the only tom hanks and meg ryan film that didn't gross like over a hundred million at the box office or something like that that is
0: not surprising
2: yeah this one's a little bit of a harder sell than
3: (laughs) than like love lorn
2: recently widowed man and woman trying to find him and love over the internet. No, let, let's sell this one. Man throws himself into volcano, and woman comes along. <laughs> oh,
3: I also billions say, of dollars. I also would say, I love Tom Hanks, and I would I would say I'm an avid fan. I feel like I've seen a lot of his movies, or I at least know a lot of movies he's been in.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I had never heard of this movie before. Until... Yes, you have. No, you have heard dead of ass this. Never heard because of it because I
2: mentioned it on the Sleepless in Seattle episode. Really? I did, because you were saying the other Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan movie, and I was like, there are two. No. Joe versus the volcano. I... I had never seen it. I didn't know what it was about. I knew it was Tom Hanks and a volcano.
3: I absolutely blocked it out when you said that. Also, why were there so many Great Danes in this movie?
2: It, it, probably
0: something with John Patrick Shanley. Metaphor. Metaphor or something. What's the
3: metaphor that all dogs are perfect beings? Because that's not a metaphor. That's just the truth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh one thing that i noticed while watching is i feel like i can tell when movies are written by playwrights yes uh, and this movie was definitely written by a playwright like the amount of random monologues that are thrown in (laughs) delivered basic they're delivered slightly off-center to camera but they're basically delivered to camera and i'm like Okay, John, you can calm down. It's a it's a movie. You made Moonstruck. You know how he to do this, He wrote
0: Moonstruck. He didn't. That's true. He did it. write it. He also wrote and directed Doubt, which is a very different tone. Very different. Which is also a play. <laughs> yes. Yes.
3: And I also, like, literally when Gage said that, that he also did Doubt, I was like, what? Because, again, Meryl <laughs> Streep
0: yes. That's one of the two (laughs) actors. (laughs) I will say though, like, yeah, it definitely feels like it's written by a playwright. At least it's filmed so it doesn't feel like it's just a stage adaptation that, like, a lot of plays that are made into movies just feel like you could have just seen it on stage and they don't add anything interesting to the actual filmed version.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I feel like meg ryan playing three different characters was fine but that feels much more again like something you'd see in a play whereas Mm -hmm. in a movie why wouldn't you just like i get it for the two like the half sisters but why didn't they just have somebody else play the secretary you know what i mean like i feel like that's a theater thing like having one person play multiple roles
2: Come see Stockard Channing as all 12 angry men. No. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Dan, what were your, what are your initial, initial thoughts? Because we know Anna was not yeah. a huge fan. Sorry, yes.
3: I just uh, went on a rant there.
2: I really liked the first two thirds of the movie. Okay, so you're with, uh, you're with Ebert then. Yes, I am. I didn't like the la the ending, um... Basically, once the tribe was introduced, okay. I was like, well, this feels wrong. Thank you. And also not very funny either.
3: The second the tribe was introduced, my I was very uncomfortable. And it is in my notes. I said, this didn't age well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> At least like, anytime not... I see Nathan Lane, I'm already uncomfortable with him in <laughs> character.
3: Was he one of the people in the tribe?
2: Yeah, he was one Nathan of the Laponis. Lane was in the background of every scene. He also he looked directly he, at the camera. He was no, also
0: didn't. he also did, like, a dance or something, or, like, saying... Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay, well, we all know I don't recognize actors. Apparently, I don't even recognize actors I like anymore, so that's great.
0: I will say, the ending might have uh, not aged well, but at least they were, like, an amalgamation of a bunch of different races. Like, they were, like, part Jewish, part I something think, yeah,
2: else. I, I think it has aged better than other, other ones, because they're kind of explicitly supposed to be descendants of Askenazi Jews. yeah which is I mean it's a choice. <laughs> they, they made a choice. It was, it was different
3: something it was something uh,
0: I, I do think though like I, I can see not enjoying the ending, but I will say a vagoda is
2: a delight always. He is yes. Um, before we get into the movie, I just want to say that John Patrick Shanley also wrote we're back a dinosaur's story. Oh nope. yes, he did.
3: mentioned that to me. I don't know I've what ever that is. I've never heard of this
2: before. I don't either. Isn't it yes. an but Julia show? Child is one of the characters. Wait, seriously? Julia Child is according to Wikipedia, she's one of the voices. Awesome.
3: Like the chef?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and wait, what? And Jay Leno and Walter Cronkite?
3: I'll be looking into this. This is very fascinating. Did they just go
2: me.
0: into like the NBC studio? It's, it's just see like, who was hey, available. Want to be in my
2: dinosaur movie?
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure, I'm on my lunch break. Why not?
2: So anyway, um, Joe versus the volcano.
3: I guess I'm to say bo- already <laughs> at the beginning of this. Good. Film, I didn't
2: even start
3: <laughs> at the beginning of this film. I was absolutely horrified by Tom Hanks's hair, and when they cut it off <laughs> later in the film, Gage and I both went, oh, thank goodness. So, okay, let's continue. I just wanted to touch on... Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. More? I just remembered something. So the costume designer, Colleen Atwood. Uh-huh. She's known for many, many wonderful Broadway shows, but you know what else she's known for?
2: Uh, is she related to Margaret Atwood?
3: No. Maybe. I don't know. She designed <laughs> the costumes for the Welcome to the Black Parade music video for oh. My Chemical Romance. As well that as, reads. Yeah, as well as all the costumes for their um, Danger Days album music videos. But, Welcome to the Black Parade, Colleen Atwood. Thank you. The end. Shout out to costume designers. They're important. <laughs>
0: Well, if we're talking about designer, sorry, Dan, we're just going to not let you talk about any of this. Dan movie. never
3: gets It's the Alex and Anna podcast. We call it <laughs> Double A Battery.
0: Uh, the production d- designer, Bo <laughs> Welch. And I do believe the production design is like one of the best parts of this movie, too. Uh, I think he also does a lot of work with uh, Tim Burton as well.
3: Yeah. Mm.
2: That reads also. I mean, Colleen Atwood does as
3: well. She did the costumes for Edwards' as her hands and uh, Alice in Wonderland and all those other movies, too. So, everyone's a little emo in this movie, apparently.
0: <laughs> Dan, you're never going to talk.
3: Dan, who?
2: So, the movie begins Once Upon a Time in Nazi occupied France or just sad times in New York City. Oh, God. Um, Tom Hanks, the eponymous Joe. Um, Unfortunately, I forgot to mention this is not a courtroom drama, like the trial of the like the People versus OJ Simpson, Joe versus the volcano. Can you imagine? Um,
3: There's a volcano in the courtroom.
2: Yeah,
0: it's the volcano from that Pixar short or whatever. (gasps) Lava, I
3: lava you.
2: (laughs) Anyway, you know who does not lava? Joe. Life. Life sucks for him. He's working a dead-end job as a, a magazine ad salesman or printing manager or something. Hey, well, it's in unclear. The basement corner of this factory of this company that makes lube and artificial testicles <laughs> okay, and that and rectal kind of probes.
3: Of that was kind of funny. The <laughs> artificial testicles had me laughing because you know... <laughs> Genitalia is humorous to me. I am 12.
2: (laughs) Uh, He hates his job. He hates that he's under these fluorescent lights all day. He's working for a boss who just yells at him and basically just yells on the phone all day. He's gray, basically. Everything is falling apart for him. His coffee creamer's chunky. He's working with other dead-end people.
3: Okay, the coffee though Overall
2: life sucks. I
3: literally almost turned off the movie when he showed when they showed the coffee. I was disgusted.
0: <laughs> did you uh did you guys catch the uh the very subtle metaphor when uh uh the first Meg Ryan asks uh, what happened to his shoe and he says I'm losing my soul. That very subtle I did very, I did see very that. subtle metaphor.
2: Yes. Very <laughs> This movie, the subtlety in this film is, is incredible. It's you—you you have to multiple viewings are required to truly understand it. Can't
3: do it. Not—not not the. I'm fast forwarding through the coffee scene.
2: Uh, and it's here we meet the first version of Meg Ryan. She looked beautiful.
3: Um, she looked beautiful she the whole did. movie. And might I just say, I her range in this movie was very good. I, I was yes. going to
0: say this. This really gave her just like the chance to just go all out and Mm -hmm. she like totally nails it
2: because like uh,
3: i'm not saying it's easy to play a love interest but as an ingenue i think it's easy to play a love interest most of the time and she wasn't doing that in this movie am i wrong dan
2: no you're right
3: it's easy (laughs) as an
2: ingenue myself yes it's easy
3: no, it's easy to pretend you're in love with someone. It's like, wow, that's. I mean, especially really if dark, it's time. It like that. In a play, I mean, like in a play or a movie, not in real life.
2: Um. Yes, I I agree with you. They say
3: comedy is harder than drama, so.
2: You know, it's even harder. What? Open heart surgery. Goodbye. <laughs> uh. So. The the first Meg Ryan character, Dottie, the mousy secretary, so to Yelly Yelly Mister Boss Man, whose name I'm not going to look up because I don't care, and he's um, not
0: arguing with you.
2: He's not arguing with you. I'm not arguing with you. He says that 19 <laughs> times. I there's a I have the um, his monologue I guess pulled up, and it is. Six lines long of about 12 words repeated over and over. (laughs) What? No, I'm not arguing with you. Can you do the job? Can you do the job, Harry? Harry, can you do the job? I'm not arguing with you.
3: It happened again where I said, Ugh, this workplace is so toxic. And Gage said, That's the point.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Joe has to leave because he has a doctor's appointment cuz he's been feeling under the weather. Is he a hypochondriac? Yes, but he's been feeling especially under the weather recently. At the doctor, his doctor tells him that he has a brain cloud. Basically, there's a the sweet life of Zack and Cody level black mold in the middle of his brain that is spreading. It won't hurt him, but he only has 6 months to live. And if I- and right
3: away
0: Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say one of my favorite uh, kind of foreshadowing events uh, is if you look on the mantle in the doctor's office, there is a statue of a duck to imply that the doctor
2: is a quack. A quack, yes. I love that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. I just really like ducks, and I like kind of like decoy ducks. I think they're cute. So I just, I think if I was the set dresser and they'd be like, get a duck statue, I would have spent way too much time doing that, you know, for one scene. If you really
2: like ducks, I have a television show that I should recommend to you. You think I'll say Duck Dynasty, but I'm going to say The Sopranos.
3: I like The Sopranos.
2: There are a lot of ducks in the first few episodes.
3: I never noticed.
2: (laughs) Anyway, um... The doctor also says that the symptoms that Joe's been having of feeling under the weather are just in his head because the brain cloud doesn't actually affect him until it kills him, apparently. Um,
3: Me standing behind Joe metaphorically going, Doctor, catch these hands.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, also Joe had a previous life as a firefighter, which I don't believe. But anyway... um,
3: who did Tom the doctor Hanks' and his him, cute 1980s butt lift out of a building? No one.
2: No, the only thing he lifted out of a building was that butt.
3: Tom Hanks oh. had a cute butt back in the day. I'll say that. I was looking. Chet Hanks has a cute butt. Absolutely no. not. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day that was like Tom Hanks could teach us all how to act, but he could not teach us how to be a parent. And I <laughs> was screaming. <laughs>
0: Do you think? So the do- oh, sorry. I was just gonna ask. Do you think Tom Hanks is going to celebrate White Boy Summer? And a and a silence falls. Over. Yeah. I,
3: I think Tom Hanks. I have. I don't know. I think his his his. Oh my! I don't even know how to answer that.
2: <laughs> anyway, the doctor tells. Tom Hanks, you got some time left. Live a little. So Joe lives a little. He tells off his boss. He quits his job.
3: He finally starts he goes... acting like Tom Hanks.
2: He does. It's wonderful. He's not a, a sad sack. What's, there's the, he, his character remind me of, um... I don't know if it's the dad from Coraline. <clears throat> like the real life dad from Coraline. Okay. Who's just gray and like hunched over his computer. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I've never seen Coraline, but I have seen the meme with him.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, that tracks. I mean, basically any character who's stuck in a dead-end job in the beginning of the movie.
3: Yeah. It reminds me of the scene in The Producers. Unhappy, unhappy, very unhappy. I want to be a producer. That scene.
2: Is that Nathan Lane?
3: No, that's Matthew Broderick, but Nathan Lane is. In the movie, he's just the one that has sex with all the old women.
0: Zero Mostel. What?
3: <laughs> so you guys don't know the no, producers? No, I know the
0: producers. I've just I seen... know
2: vaguely the producers. I've
0: seen the original movie version, but I haven't seen the, the remake or the okay. stage production.
3: I like the remake because I like Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick.
0: This is some Gene Wilder slander that I will not tolerate.
3: He's from <laughs> Wisconsin, and I'm going to roast him anyway. <laughs> Right? Gene Wilder. Your
2: accent really came out when you said that too. <laughs> I don't too. have
3: an accent, y'all can catch these. I actually do have an accent because all the girls at work, there's a dog named Tonka. And they all call him Tonka, but I go, Tonka! <laughs>
0: I, I like, like, I really like cool. when you first said Tonka, you had to struggle to say yeah. it. I did.
3: Tonka. There's a dog named
0: Tonka? Well,
3: how do you say it? Say it.
0: Tonka. 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 <laughs> tonka. Tonka.
2: Like the trucks.
3: Yeah, it's Tonka yeah. truck.
2: Honk honk. I call him a
3: Tonka truck.
2: Do you say honk instead of honk?
3: Honk. Don't but don't email. Tonka. tonka. It's a Tonka truck.
0: <laughs> we Do haven't we have... even gotten through the first Meg Ryan yet. I
3: know. Yeah. Is it an we're, accent? We're on version
2: one of Meg Ryan. Do
3: I have an accent? No. Thank you for coming to my Ted Talk.
2: Your Tad talk.
3: My TED talk, my Tad talk, ew, my Chad and Tad talk.
0: <laughs> oh, be careful, Dan, once we get to the, the montage, uh, when uh, Tom Hanks buys all his luggage bags.
3: Oh, yeah, God. no, he buys suitcases. Thank you. <laughs> I've never said the word bag in my life.
2: <laughs> so, anyway, Tom Hanks goes on a date with Meg Ryan, number one. Meg Ryan dressed like, um, elizabeth banks as the secretary from the spider-man trilogy oh
3: my god um, no that just sent me into orbit absolutely not
0: <laughs> i will say uh i do love how like straightforward a lot of the lines are delivered in this movie i think that's where a lot of the comedy comes from mm-hmm. like when uh T- tom hanks uh or would joe asks first make ryan out he's just like oh would you like to go on a dinner date with me she's like yeah sure okay i
3: literally <laughs> have the exact same note i was like I love that. I, I thought it was so cute. Yeah, okay.
2: Uh, the, the date.
3: <gasps> on the, the date, date. Does anybody know what song the mariachis are playing?
2: No. I didn't.
3: It's On the Street Where You Live from My Fair Lady. I have often walked down the street. Of, oh, yeah.
2: You say that, and I just heard Stand <laughs> in the Place Where You Live by what? R.E.M., because I don't know, my fair favorite,
3: lady. My oh, it's my favorite musical theater song. Fun fact. Well, and you
2: well, hate I... this
0: movie. I'm sure. Yes,
3: but that's my favorite. I didn't hate it. I just it wasn't. I won't be rewatching it anytime soon. I don't hate okay. it. But Dan, there's a Dean Martin version of that song, and you should look it up. Ooh, I think you really like it.
2: I'm interested. Mm-hmm.
3: On the street where you live, Dean Martin. That's my favorite version.
2: Oh, he's one of my favorite rats. Mm, He's my Um, favorite
3: rat. (laughs) Right after I the ratatouille. I'm sorry, Dan, I'm done.
2: The date goes well. But afterwards, Joe explains. She asks why he's acting so differently. He's like, I have a brain cloud and I only have six months to live. And she's like, oh, can't handle that. Leaves. I mean, forgets her keys, comes back, leaves.
3: Honestly, I she think...
2: assume she dies. I don't know. We don't see her again.
3: I think it's very fair that she's like, hey, let's not do this because that's a lot of baggage, you know? A lot of what? <laughs> a lot of luggage. What, what, Anna? A lot of baggage. But am I wrong, Dan?
2: <laughs> no. At
0: least Tom at least Tom not Hanks wrong. I mean, we gotta give it up for Tom Hanks for doing the bare minimum and just letting her leave instead of like trying to coerce her. Yeah.
3: No, no, come back! No, we appreciate that he in the 1990s respected her going, hey, this this ain't gonna fly. And he said, yeah, okay. You
0: know? <laughs> <like>. <laughs> yeah, if I was in your shoes, I'd probably do the same thing.
3: <laughs> right? I feel yeah. like I would have been like, eh, that makes sense. Okay, see you later. <laughs> like, cool, thanks for having this nice Mexican dinner with me and listening to on the street where you live, but it's Spanish. Except they were changing the lyrics so much, it was like, no, it's just the place where my love lives. And I was like, bleh. I was heated. I was like, this translation is weak.
2: Uh, so the next day, Joe gets a visit from a, a mysterious, wealthy old man named Samuel Granamore. Dan, when I tell who... you,
3: I thought this man was a wizard. <laughs> I was like, what the? What is going on? I, I 100% thought he was going to be some sort of wizard or ghost or magician. I don't know what I thought was going to happen, but I thought he was magic. An
0: and that brings in the second imagery of a duck on his cane. Mm-hmm. I
1: love dogs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Grainamore has a proposition for Joe. There is an island called Wapani woo Wu, um, what does that stand that for wapani woo Wu? yeah what does it stand for uh, whoops although people only need it we Overproduce ostriches oh i was
0: actually asking for the the uh what they call oh i thought you thought
2: it was an acronym no
0: i have no idea i wasn't paying attention
3: better honestly (laughs) it
0: it stood for uh or it uh translated to little island with a big
2: volcano yeah okay i remember that now
3: Okay, also, when you started doing the acronym, I was very confused because there's a city in Wisconsin called Wapan and that's not how you spell it. It's, like, spelled W-A-U-P-A-U-N. And so yeah. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> oh, no, it's, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm
2: just yeah
0: he's to going right to now. the volcano in the middle of Wisconsin.
3: Yeah.
2: Obviously. And then both. he'll go to Stevens Point afterwards. I don't know.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Stevens Point, the center of the state. The town square is now paved. I had to learn a Wisconsin rap when I was in fourth grade, and that's the only role I never They have a heard. rap? Yeah. I'll find doesn't it. It doesn't seem
2: like something that a lot of people in Wisconsin would be cool with. It's an with.
3: educational rap, Dan.
0: Was it made by Alicia Keys and Jay-Z?
3: No, because we're not New York City. Sorry. Wisconsin.
2: (laughs) Um, Lots of cheese curds and beer and more milk. There is no No.
3: environment. This is the whole song. The whole Wisconsin rap is just, I can put you in a mansion somewhere in Wisconsin. That's the whole rap. Thank you, T-Pain, for your service.
2: So... This island, there's a volcano that goes off once every hundred years, and they need to make a sacrifice into the volcano so that their island won't be destroyed. And Mr. Grainamore, he's like, well, they have this this material, Boobaroo, which is basically unobtainium from Avatar. It's not um, me that rolling he needs- my
3: eyes forever.
2: That he needs to manufacture these superconductors that he makes, because it's just Elon Musk. Again. Every rich guy is Elon Musk in movies, and they're all terrible.
3: When you meet Elon Musk, he like saunter like sneaks slimily into the room. He's like, Good day, would you like to throw yourself into a volcano for me? (laughs) Uh Aha. Like
0: (laughs) I mean, who do you out of out of Bill Gates, Elon Musk, and Jeff Bezos, who do you think would most likely try to trick somebody into jumping into a
3: volcano. Jeff Bezos, thank you. And <laughs> Elon Musk. Stop.
2: Elon Musk would try to like edgelord lord meme tweet someone into jumping into <laughs> a Ew. volcano. But
3: Jeff Bezos would just make you pee into a bottle and like work really unnecessarily long hours and just just be a dick. I'm really heated. I'm spicy in this episode. There's not I'm literally drinking an iced tea. Like there's no alcohol in my system. I'm just spicy tonight.
2: Uh, so as part of the offer, Mr. Grademore's like, "I'll you I'll give you all the money in the world that you want. You just have to jump in in the next 20 days." And Joe just goes like, "Yeah, okay. I'll do it. Sure." <laughs>
3: Can I just say this movie is like incredibly morbid. They talk a lot about like suicide and like death and
2: well I mean, what else were people doing in the
0: 90s? Yeah. One of my favorite pieces of trivia Nirvana. One of my favorite pieces of trivia is when they screened the movie for Steven Spielberg uh after it was done he's like, "Well, we just made a 30 million dollar art movie." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because
2: like a thirty million dollar movie that that's like a hundred million dollar movie now with how movie budgets have inflated. Yeah, mm-hmm. like good lord. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can like I totally understand why it didn't like do as well as it did in the nineties. I do think it was before it like ahead of its time. I feel like
2: if it had came yes. out now,
0: it would have like been like an indie darling.
2: Yeah. And I feel like if it had come out... would have been all
3: over Sundance, you know? Oh, <laughs> It would
2: totally would have.
0: Every theater in Sundance. Like... Meg Ryan, Meg, there would have been a giant campaign to get Meg Ryan an Oscar nomination.
3: Yes. It would have been all over it would Kane. Have <gasps>
2: would have been Juno. would Juno 2.0? Wait,
3: I freaking love Juno. You know that?
2: I don't, but I do now.
3: Fun fact, I freaking love Juno. My mom once told me that she liked that movie because the sense of humor style reminded her of my sense of humor. <laughs> I don't know if that still rings true, but
2: uh if anybody is keeping track of all of Anna's fun facts, that's another one to add to your board. She loves Juno.
3: Dan, I swear to fucking god I'm spicy tonight. I am spicy, I'm spicy. That's all the queso I ate. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Nothing says Wisconsin spicy like a lot of queso. There was
3: some jalapenos in it.
2: Ooh. Oh my god!
3: <laughs> Did you know I'm fluent in Spanish?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I want to be the returning guest anymore. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Alex, you asked for this.
0: Yeah, I guess. You signed the contract. We have the papers. Mm-hmm. At least I'm making you guys watch not very well received movies. At least. The first two are. So have fun with uh, that.
2: <laughs> thank you for our being our karmic punishment for not keeping up with our Lenten goals. Hey,
3: I did, baby. I wow. really absolutely did. I didn't buy a single thing online.
2: Wow, I did not. Well. My goal was to be not, to do one like active service for someone every day, and that ended after like four days. The issue yeah, thanks for my active service, Dan.
3: <laughs> aimed too high
2: Cause <laughs> so i was like i don't want to give up anything i could just try and help people even if it's just like somebody asked me to get a can for them at the grocery store that's on too high of a shelf and then one day i was like that means talking to people not and inter- in this I hate, panorama. this past year has made me hate interacting with people outside
3: not in the middle of a panorama dan no,
2: not in a pan flute. Dan, no. I've
0: been waiting for you to overnight shift me a case of, uh, f- spotted cow, and that would have been a great act of service. And he didn't do it.
3: What is with everybody who lives out of state trying to get some spotted cow? It's because fine. it's
0: not available out here. It's like, like that. It's
3: fine.
0: It's like that thing of where like you want it more because you can't get it.
3: I guess. Don't
2: it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone? <laughs> they paved paradise and buried the spotted cow. Off. And they oh.
0: also took all the trees and turned them into a tree museum. Put them in a tree museum.
3: Not the tree museum. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anything but that. Uh, so Joe decides to leave Staten Island and spend a night on the town in Manhattan before he has, gets flown out to Los Angeles. And he gets all the help of the world from his limo driver, uh, Marshall, played by Ossie Davis. I loved him. um, Who really dumps some like introspection on him immediately because. Joe, he doesn't know what clothes to wear. He's like me. He doesn't know what's fashion. What
3: was the line? It was like, okay, Joe, what clothes do you got? And Joe goes, these. And he and Marshall goes, so you've got no clothes. And I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I died. I was like.
0: <laughs> I think we can all relate most to, to Marshall where he's like, I've spent years trying to figure out who I am and I am tired.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's a human Squidward. Yeah. <laughs> What was it? There was also the thing that was like Tom Hanks is like I feel like I'm getting married, and Marshall's like I feel like I'm walking you down the I'm aisle. I'm giving you away. <laughs> that's what it was yeah. giving you away because they're wearing their Armani suits. Yeah, they look sharp, too sharp. Tom Hanks gentlemen. also
2: that's definitely the same suit that he wore at the beginning of Splash. <gasps> I love Splash,
3: splamsh. It's pronounced splamsh,
2: splarch. Paul Splash, mall cop. Anyway, no. Um, <laughs> As part of his shopping trip, uh, Joe meets the world's most intense luggage salesman. (laughs) Oh my god! One of the best. This man's trunks are are not a job to him. Trunks are his life, and he will sell you these trunks.
3: I want to know if that man has any real friends, like even a significant other. Does he even have a dog? Like. They're all
2: in trunks. He killed them. They're in trunks at his house. Do you think
3: he like was born, or do you think he just like showed up one day at a luggage store, like a high end? I think he luxury... popped out
2: of a trunk at one point. Oh. I think it like trunk God, and trunk?
3: not trunk. The trunk god.
2: Mary. He was immaculately conceived out of a trunk.
3: They open a trunk and there's just an infant in there.
2: Would you like to purchase one?
3: Maybe he's like the Grinch and like two kindly old lesbians raised him, even though he's like really weird and different and looked nothing like them. But in this case, instead of two kindly old lesbians, it was two trunks. Anyway, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go see the Grinch as directed by Ron Howard. It's very woke. Very progressive. Okay.
2: Um... So Joe then flies to Los Angeles where I guess in the airport we get Meg Ryan 1.5 before we get Meg Ryan number 2 because She's the so voice of the American Airlines person is also Meg Ryan uh, at the gate
0: Can I can I just rewind
2: like a few
0: seconds back to the uh to the montage scene cuz sure. I think what? I think the uh the montages in this movie are great um and I think uh, I was watching a video about, like, like kind of in a more analyzation of the movie. And uh, they talked a little bit more about, like, how it seems to be kind of a, uh, a parody of a lot of montage scenes where, like, they're buying all this mm-hmm. expensive clothes and stuff. And Joe's just buying, like, actual most of the stuff he's buying is, like, very practical things, like an umbrella and a shaving yeah. kit and stuff mm-hmm. that really isn't, like needed and i think that is wonderful and yeah, it like ends a up bottle of water yeah and it ends up like yeah. actually helping him later in the movie yeah anyway that's all i wanted to say
2: okay
3: I was going to say, oh, oh,
2: fast forward. oh no, I won't fast forward. No, I
3: was just going to say Meg Ryan as a redhead, as a stone cold babe, and Gage and I were both really shook over it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. That's all.
2: This is, this is where we meet Meg Ryan number two. This is my favorite Angelica. one. Angelica. Have, uh, the Angelica! Fliberty gibbet. before we talk her. about the
0: Fliberty gibbet and what, what that means, um, did anyone else? Cause this is my second rewatch of the, or second watch of this movie. Uh, did anybody else and I, I noticed this first? Uh, pay attention to who was coming off the plane. No. No. Because uh, no, was it people was a, a in very prison
3: suits or was yeah, it,
0: it, it was a it was a people in prison suits. There was like a papal uh, sort of figure, some sort of religious figure. It was a very uh, big big mishmash of people, and I just noticed it in this rewatch.
3: Yeah, I was like, either that's prisoners or a band. <laughs> like I <laughs> had no idea.
2: It's either prisoners or it's kiss, and there's no in between.
3: They have no makeup on yet. Kiss without their My makeup is just prisoners.
0: Kiss has kiss has the worst got milk picture ad picture. I've. You ever
3: can't
2: seen. tell there's milk on their <laughs> know, face because they all have white face <laughs> <made> paint <makeup>. on. <laughs> it's
0: chocolate milk. It's chocolate milk, and it looks gross. And some of it's dripping off of Gene Simmons' tongue. It's the worst no. one. The best Not one the is tongue. Kermit. The best one is the Kermit one. The best is one is Kermit. Allie and
2: AJ.
3: That one was hanging up in my school when I was in grade school. The <laughs> Allie and AJ one.
0: The Kermit Kermie. one is the best one. He is dressed to the nines. Uh, for some reason, I'm
3: googling these right now.
0: <laughs> he is. He is a dapper. He's a dapper frog, and he's drinking his milk like a good
2: boy.
3: Oh my God! Wait. <laughs> He looks like a nineties like sexy man. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, like
2: Fabio? <laughs> no, I think you I, 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 I think
3: I, you
0: know what you need to post on the Instagram this week, Anna.
3: I do. I I do. I, take a yeah. look at this
2: nineties sexy man that really <laughs> isn't related six- to Joe versus the Fox. There's boss, an Anna.
3: image of him like <laughs> sitting with his arms on a table, like under his chin, and there's just a glass of milk casually nearby. He's wearing a denim a leather jacket and like some denim jeans jeans denim pants i was gonna say denim pants anyway kermit really looks stellar i know
0: Um, uh we've definitely taken a very big uh left turn from talking about this movie
2: um talking about milk
0: well i was gonna also add (laughs) um i think the two best things to decorate your house with that with now and will only be decorating my house with are got milk ads and the read posters that they would put in libraries with different characters Mm -hmm. and celebrities Because those are also very good. And there's also another good Kermit one.
3: You guys. (laughs) Did Kermit
2: die? What are you crying about? On the
3: Kiss Got Milk poster. (laughs) (laughs) The thing above where it says Got Milk. Right next to Gene Simmons' tongue it says lick it up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just hide. That was the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. i look at Kermit again. On the Kermit one it says milk isn't just for tadpoles. That's cute. Lick it up. <laughs> feels like a crime whoever wrote that should be in prison and i am not exaggerating
0: the one with frankie munez he's shirtless and it said like milk builds strong kids and i was like oh god
3: why was he shirtless
0: <laughs> there is also one with jonathan taylor thomas i would i would
3: like oh to. i'll be looking mm-hmm. at that oh my god not the frankie munez one it says want strong kids Oh, that's even worse.
2: <laughs> Who Do you this? want strong kids? Drink milk? Come on down and get Whoa. some. They buy the milk
3: aisle. Oh, the Jonathan Taylor Thomas one has me a little shook. It says, sure, I'm young. Wait, what the? What the that's fuck? What, Who wrote it this? It says,
2: sure, I'm young. No, listen. Wait, what the fuck? Listen,
3: listen. It says, it has Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and it says, sure, I'm young. But I know a lot about girls. Stuff they don't even- I'm not (laughs) done. Stuff they don't even know. Like, 8 out of 10 don't get enough (laughs) calcium. (laughs) (laughs) Big mistake, but easy to fix. Just get at least three glasses of milk a day. It has so of much calcium. milk.
2: It's so much. I don't even drink that much milk, and I love milk. <laughs> hey, hey bitch, you
0: lots... need some
1: milk.
3: <laughs> I'm not even done. There's more. It says it has lots of calcium to help bones grow strong. Of course, milk helps me, too. I look older with a mustache.
2: Oh, God.
3: That's what it says. Not the fucking- there- but I know a lot about girls' stuff- they don't- OH MY- JONATHAN!
0: <laughs> hey girl, you look like you got a calcium <laughs> deficiency. Hey
3: yeah, There's just a
2: guy standing outside of your high school with gallons of milk underneath his trench coat. Hey, <laughs> hey, your bones seem weak.
1: Hey you girl. want to grow up
2: to be strong, don't you? Drink this gallon in three days, because that's how much milk you should be drinking, according to the Dairy Farmers of America.
3: The f- oh, the got milk? Chug, chug. Taylor to oh. ad might be the best thing I've seen in my whole life. <laughs> that was right. like kind of painful. Okay, let's let's get back to business, y'all. What
2: a fun tangent! What a what a fun Milky tangent.
3: Wait, he I have one more Milky dance. tangent. Got milk tried to use Beyonce as a weight loss thing. It said milk your diet lose weight Ugh. underneath a picture of beyonce and i don't like that at all okay let's let's get back to it y'all
2: got me looking so milky right now you loves got me looking so milky right now Yeah, milk
3: Ew. um hated that
2: anyway meg ryan number two angelica the flibberty jibbit Love her. um a flibberty is a flighty or whimsical person uh who's usually a young woman
3: a liberty gibbet a will of the wisp a clown oh how do you solve a problem like maria how do you catch a cloud and pin it down there's so many musical. i know references. i know which
2: one that's from that is from the sound of music
3: good job dan
2: oh i was
0: thinking yes. west side story because of maria
3: no that's maria
0: because you know the, the word "liberty gibbet uh actually uh, comes from uh the from spanish
2: S- spanish <laughs> <laughs>
3: i fucking hate it here
1: <laughs>
2: so um they go on a, a date i guess and it does not go well um she's a a wealthy heiress who's basically just airhead i guess um who who's the stereotype
0: yeah kind of kind of gets all of her success because her dad pays for it yeah. i
3: mean it happens it's okay <laughs> i also am trying to what <laughs> you know are you trying to you...
2: confess to something
3: no i just say sometimes you know are you just, just are you mean... gonna go
0: sit in a car with tom hanks and com- contemplate suicide
3: absolutely not I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying it's okay if, like, you're not at a point in your life yet where you're self-reliant. It takes, it can take some time. I don't know. Okay, I'm not going to lie. These got milk ads have haunted me. And I'm finding it difficult (laughs) to move past them. Whatever. Just ignore me. I just, I, I know a lot about girls. Some things they don't even know. (laughs) 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 I'm sending you a link to the 31. <laughs> you look like you're best. about to
2: cry. I feel like I'm
3: about to cry. Um, when we're done, I'm sending you a link to the 31. I wonder 31 if it's best. because no you don't cats. get enough calcium. Probably. Yeah. We have a history of osteoporosis in my family.
2: Oh, no. Look, Anna, I know a lot about girls. No. Goodbye. No. <laughs> Some things they don't even know about themselves.
3: No. Not the calcium the lot makes their bones girls.
2: grow strong. No.
3: Not the calcium.
1: <laughs>
3: so. Three glasses of milk a day? I, don't like I really don't what? like milk. I think it's changed. Let's let's just finish the movie and then we can talk about milk as much as we want. Okay. Whether or not we have quote unquote got it, you know?
2: What a Wisconsin sentence that was though. Let's finish the movie so we can talk about milk all we want. <laughs> Uh, so, next day, it's the next morning, and we meet the third Meg Ryan, Angelica's half-sister Patricia, Beautiful. who is the captain of the boat, the father's yacht, the Tweedledee. It's sister it? The Tweedledum was captured by Somali pirates.
3: Oh my god.
2: Look oh, that's me. Captain Look Phillips. I am the captain yeah.
3: now. <laughs> also Tom Hanks. In case you didn't know, in uh, case you weren't hip.
2: Tom Hanks was the guy who hijacked the boat. Yes, he is such range. <laughs>
3: such range. Tom Hanks played every character in this movie. All right, Meg Dan. Ryan's name might have just been on the bill, but she wasn't there. It was Tom Hanks. No,
0: Dan. Since you're our, you're the the best at impressions. I'm going to need you to do Tom Hanks saying, "I'm the captain now."
2: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> saying that I'm the best at impressions is a really If that's the best, we're at such a low I mean, comparatively
0: to me and Anna, I mean, I don't know how good Anna's Tom Hanks is.
3: Terrible. Thank you for asking. It's terrible. I can't do any accents at all. Oh,
2: am just like half yelling things? Oh, come on. I'm the
3: captain now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. I I mean, yeah. Yeah, I am the captain! Definitely a lot of oh-come-ons, you know? Oh, yeah. come on!
2: It's not good. There's a guy on TikTok that does a good Tom Hanks that I'm really jealous of. It's <laughs> not a good impression of him. It's probably Chet in disguise. Yeah, Chet? It's Colin. Ch-
0: no, Chet doesn't do Tom Hanks. He does Jamaican accent.
2: Yeah. <laughs> my ringtone or my text tone on my old phone it was right after where Chet Hanks had apparently his coming out party to the world on Twitter at the Oscars two years ago <laughs> where he says big ups and, big ups tune in he does that <laughs> that was my text tone
3: no thank you
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh Chet not. Hanks
0: what a weird person apparently <laughs> apparently he he uh he, when he was in college, he emailed like his whole class saying like, Hey, can somebody give me the notes to this class? I'm too busy working on my rap career. Absolutely
3: yeah. not. I would have said Chet take a hike. <laughs>
2: <sighs> Do you know what what happens when when Chet takes a hike up a large mountain?
3: That's real high.
2: You could say that he walks Big ups.
3: Oh, I hated that. I, I mean, what was what
0: was Tom and, and Rita thinking, naming their son Chet? Like, that was bound to be a bad idea.
3: With such classic names like Tom and Rita, <laughs> one only really wonders where they went wrong, you know? At least
0: Colin's pretty normal.
3: Yeah. He is an actor, too.
2: He is. I mean, his real name's Chester. That's even worse.
3: Yeah. I only know one Chester, and he's awesome, so.
2: He is. Oh, he has another brother named Truman. Oh. Colin Hanks is his half-brother. This is making a lot more sense.
3: Now. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> now that you mentioned that, I yeah. knew that was his half-brother.
2: Anyway, um, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan 3.0, uh, they're off to a rocky start. She doesn't really know why he's on the ship. He is bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, doe-eyed, experiencing everything new. in the world can we
0: also just uh take a look at uh tom hanks's boat outfit the drip that he has
3: he does have drip especially when he's catching the um the fish no why am i having such a brain fart hammerhead when he catches the very (laughs) fake hammerhead (laughs) he is literally a vibe like it's a mood i want to be on that boat and i want to be wearing the same clothing I want to be Tom Hanks in that moment, looking Leave like a a,
0: a a skipper.
3: Yes, I am looking a skipper. Like a long
0: John Silver, <laughs> looking Woo-hoo. like he's about to go on a safari.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh God! So, I'm just having flashbacks to that ugly hat that he had.
0: <laughs> the one where the brim is half the half
2: the half yeah, on his the side. Three
3: Musketeers hat.
2: <laughs> I liked that hat course you okay did. of I'll course you did. of course i did
0: do you think I'm 95 surprised. years old do you mm. think his wardrobe was all from his personal like clothing do you think that like he kept that or that was like hip, like jeff bridges where he just wears his own clothes
3: oh god
2: i hope did it's his I, own I, clothing
3: i don't know
2: um so after a rocky start they do start growing closer together Uh, Joe and Patricia do, and then uh uh-oh, there's a typhoon! This is where I would add in the dun-dun-dun sound effect, but that would take too much time listening through the episode. So, picture it in your head. I'm gonna be quiet for a second. What? A typhoon! Why
3: were we kissing in the rain? You know, like, Mm -hmm. I know it was romantic, but that seems like In the middle of a typhoon on a boat, I would not be struck with the mood, you know.
0: Hey, I mean, you never know what's gonna happen.
3: I do.
0: I I do appreciate how uh, how uh, Patricia and Joe are just so like un uncaring, or like they don't really notice,
2: care about the other people, uh, the the other people who have
0: definitely perished, who have definitely drowned. (laughs) <laughs> they're in their own little world i mean i guess i guess patricia was knocked out at that point but like mm-hmm. tom hanks tom hanks does my favorite scene in the movie uh where he dances to uh come away with me or whatever that song is called yeah
2: did have to so, any, did the typhoon, anybody else
3: when he was yelling patricia just hear patricia from the vine back in the day
2: i'm not aware of that vine
0: i know kind of what vine you're you're referencing okay.
3: That's fine. Never mind, I guess. Bye.
2: So, to answer your question, no.
3: I guess that's just an Anna thing. <laughs> listeners, if you know what Vine I'm talking about, please hit us with a like so I don't feel alone.
2: Listeners, if you know that Vine, give us those big ups.
3: Not the big ups. <laughs> if you comment big ups, listeners, I will cry. So.
2: Um. Yeah, the typhoon, they get knocked off the ship. Uh, Patricia's unconscious, uh, and lightning strikes the yacht and sinks it.
3: Goodbye. Oh, god. What was that Just one, one? What was the other woman's name? She had a name that made me laugh.
2: The Dagmar?
3: L- yes, Dagmar. Because on... Um, uh... Oh my god. I... Disenchanted, do you watch that show? No. Oh, on Netflix? Anyway, one of the princesses, her name is Dagmar, so it just Mm -hmm. made me think of that.
2: Uh, The actress who plays Dagmar uh, Mm -hmm. was also in Pulp Fiction. Oh, that was her? Yeah, she was Honey Bunny in Pulp Fiction. Oh, that's where I recognize Uh, her from. And she's also Christopher Plummer's daughter. I'm pretty sure she was also
0: in in, um, The Fisher King with Robin Williams and Jeff Bridges.
2: Yes, and most importantly, the Hunger Games catching fire. Uh, no, not <laughs> catching fire. So now we enter the castaway portion of the film, or or I guess the Unbroken portion of the film, where they're <laughs> adrift at sea, which I think is probably just it's
0: it's probably one of my favorites, just because it's just Tom Hanks just hanging out, just
2: having some hanging fun, hanging out, yeah. Um, He's having his fun. He's dancing to the music because he has his radio.
3: I did love Uh the golf. If you have, it 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 was I don't. don't
0: don't, It was a it was a long long range radio that he bought in the. uh, Yeah, in the montage. I was
3: about to say something. I was about to throw some hands over the continuity of this. Everything
0: everything he bought in the montage
2: is he uses when he's adrift at sea.
3: I do like when he's playing golf on top of the luggage. I thought that was pretty funny. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Um, And somehow Meg Ryan doesn't wake up for like a week.
3: Yeah. Is she good? Like, hey girl. And then when she
2: wakes up, she's totally fine. And Tom Hanks is near death.
3: (laughs) He's crusted, busted, and dusted. Save the water.
2: Save the water for her. Yeah, he gave he gives all the water to her, and uh, then he okay. he just gets crazier and crazier. Yeah, also uh, has a talks to God. He does a come to Jesus moment. Yeah.
3: Listen, I'm not saying that you should save all of the water for your your lady friend, but I am saying what a nice gesture. But in real life, don't do that shit. But in the movie, what a nice gesture, you know?
0: I mean, he even set up a little umbrella for her.
3: It was cute. I did think that was really cute because she would have been burnt to a crisp otherwise, and I know he (laughs) was burnt to a crisp. But I don't know. He just it seemed very nice.
0: All I know is when I get to the clubs, because you know me, always clubbing. I'm going to be using big club man. That like. (laughs) that, like, dance where he's, like, searching. He's got his, like, hand above his eyes. (laughs) No, no, I'm
3: scared. I don't even live in L.A. and I'm scared.
2: (laughs) You're gonna go up to the DJ at the club and be like, hey, can you play that song from Joe versus the Volcano? You know the one.
0: (laughs) Bust out my best Tom Hanks moves.
3: The club clears out.
0: (laughs) Bring out the big, big roll-out piano so I can recreate
2: (laughs) So... Meg Ryan, she wakes up, she is touched by Joe's sacrifice, and, of course, she wakes up just in time for them to drift to the island. Ugh.
3: She missed all of it otherwise. She's gone. How do you know- okay, now listen, hear me out. When I'm sleeping, you know, I tend to roll.
0: I think- I think she she was more- I think she was more in a concussion-induced coma. I think coma. she was in
3: a,
2: a light coma there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she was dreaming.
3: Well, I just thought she was sleeping, so... For seven days? Maybe she was really tired, you know? Maybe if I woke up and I saw that this loser's just do looking, searching to the music, you know, I'm going to be rolling back over <laughs> pretending I'm asleep so, so
0: you're saying she woke up saw Tom Hanks dancing and was like mm, not about it
2: and then yeah pretended That's to be
0: correct. asleep
3: that is correct that I, is what I said
2: I acknowledge your theory thank you it's wrong no. she was she was she was functionally dead <laughs> You never don't roll know. over when you're functionally dead. You never know. Unless somebody says, uh, oh, Beethoven's turning in his grave or something. Again, Before that's you're... the best I heard metaphor I could come up with.
3: If you're dead and your body's releasing gases, how do you know you don't release such a powerful gas that it rolls you over?
0: So you're saying that uh, Meg Ryan had a gas- Power guess... farted her way? Yeah.
3: It's entirely possible. I'm not ruling it out.
0: Anna, you should watch a movie called Swiss Army Man, because that actually happens. That's Isn't that yeah. the movie
3: where Daniel Radcliffe, where he plays a dead person the whole time?
0: Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe plays a dead person who uh, his farts uh, like lift him into the air, and his, his penis is used as a compass.
3: I absolutely hate this already, but I will definitely watch it.
2: <laughs> um, Anyway... It's time for act 3 of the movie with the tribe. Hate um the Tom makes and Meg Ryan have drifted to the Wapani's island and they are treated to a grand feast featuring a lot of Nathan Lane yelling and Abe Vigoda talking literally directly to the camera.
3: Wait. Okay, no, never mind, never mind. That comes next. Never mind.
2: Yeah. So Abe Vigoda, he's got this doll. He's his name is Chief Toby. Um he has this doll that basically is their hope, so he can't jump in, and none of the other people want to jump in, but they need someone to go, and still, after all this, Joe's like, yeah, sure. Still gonna do it. Do you it. think
3: that in real life, if this was a real tribe, it probably would have been viewed as like a great honor to be chosen to be jumping the one jumping into the tribe, so people would probably be like really chomping at the bit to do it?
2: Yeah, it'd be like the Jellicle Ball.
3: <laughs> I was thinking more like like an Aztec sacrifice, but no,
0: Jellicle Ball is definitely more in tune to, to what what's going on here. Yeah,
2: Tom Hanks is the Jellicle cat. Oh my
0: God, that would be amazing. Chet Hanks
2: as uh, <laughs> Rum Tum
0: Tugger, please. No, he'd be Skimble Shanks.
3: Yeah, oh, I love Skimble Shanks. <laughs> Who doesn't?
0: Love. Skimble Shanks is the best cat.
3: He is. You yeah, know, I had a trains. cat in college named Skimble Shanks. Technically, he was Cassie's, but I lived with him. So
0: did he work on the railway and make everyone late?
3: He made me late many a day because he was really cute and I never wanted to get up (laughs) if he was cuddling with me, but he did not pull his weight. I'll tell you that much. There were no railways in sight.
2: Damn. Uh, At this point in the movie, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, um, they basically declare their love for each other. Um,
3: Seems a little fast, but okay.
2: Yeah. She, this is basically her way of trying to get him to stop. But also, you know what? If Meg Ryan ever smiled at me, I would immediately fall in love with her, too. She has just the most wonderful smile. She I mean, seems
3: very cute. Also, Tom movie. Hanks
2: was, like, previously hit with a bunch of fish.
0: That... That's true. He, and he was his toes were, like, fish. nibbled
3: on. I hated that scene. I was like... <laughs>
0: We got our third duck as well that was laughing at him while he was being abused by
2: the waponies. Yeah. Yeah, as Meg Ryan is being treated like a queen. Yes. Yeah, her <laughs> She's in a really throne. Fun.
3: Her stuff looked great and I would love to like, you know, be a part of that. But um not the not the octopus on the face and the toe tickling. Absolutely not. That What about the fish awful. beating? Um yeah, no thank you. Sometimes <laughs> fish have really sharp fins. You can cut your finger on it pretty easily.
0: I mean, I Tom, little, Tom Hanks do do uh, do dress real nice though in the final. final he does. Few.
3: He looks great.
2: He does. Um,
3: yeah. When I was little, my dad always told me to be careful of their fins because the fins are sharp. That sounds you know, like the most
0: Midwest uh, Midwest dad advice probably ever given.
3: Well, if you're fishing, you know you've got to grab it. You've got to make sure the fins are down so it doesn't slice you.
2: Sure. I didn't know that.
3: Did anybody else's grandma have a table specifically for scaling fish? Or is oh. that just like a me thing?
0: I think that's just a you thing. Mm.
2: We grew up in society. Yeah, so we did I?
0: we we lived in a civilized <laughs> yeah. neighborhood. Plus last
3: last
2: there summer. were grocery stores near us that had <laughs> fish scaled there.
3: Last summer I went um up north with Gage's family and they were all like, oh, we're going to be at a lake house. Are you going to be bored? And I was like, no, it'll be fun. I like to fish. I like to swim in lakes, blah, 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 blah. And I wanted to fish. And Gage's dad was like, okay, we got some night crawlers, but you're going to have to um, bait your own hook. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And so Gage's uncle presented me with a butter knife and I was slicing up nightcrawlers with the butter knife and baiting my own hook, and that was very horrifying to a lot of Cage's family. (laughs) They are like, are you good? I was like, oh, yeah. like, what? Oh, yeah,
2: I do this every day just for fun. I take a mm. nightcrawler, smash it in half, say, I'm your god, and and stick it on a hook.
3: You use a knife, and you just cut off one part.
0: Meanwhile, I went to the Ralphs across the street and got a fish (laughs) without having to do the work.
3: Well, this one I had I talk to throw to back. I talked to the fish
0: man
2: at sunset.
3: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with learning to fish. You know what they say.
2: Teach a man to fish. And Help. he'll be like, hey, Wait. I got a new profile picture for my Tinder. <laughs> okay,
3: okay, okay. No way. <laughs> there was definitely a picture of me holding a fish on my tinder oh
0: wait that gives me an idea Uh, if in the words of Jonathan Taylor Thomas instead of holding up a picture of a fish you should hold up a glass of (laughs) milk
3: Do it on that, your Tinder, but send pics. Like I want to know how people are replying. You know. That
0: way, the, that way the ladies know that you know more than they do about themselves.
3: No, no, not the man explaining
1: <laughs> my calcium intake. I that should be your
0: <laughs> bio. I know more than you because I drink milk.
3: Literally, what are the odds? Okay, Alex, are you Yo. single? Yes. Okay, what are the odds on your Tinder profile? You'll change it to just the the paragraph on the jonathan taylor thomas got milk that's it that's the full bio
0: yeah sure why not
3: okay i want screenshots of how that goes for you okay i hope it's a conversation Uh, starter
2: i'm just i'm picturing the the jonathan taylor thomas thing but alex i do think that you should do that without context and then somebody asks don't explain um (laughs) but i'm just picturing the jonathan taylor thomas got milk with i know a lot about women sometimes even more than they do like for example, they need a lot of omega threes in their life to make sure that their hair Not stays fucking thick. Fish oil. That's why they should eat three <laughs> fish a day.
3: Uh, <laughs> that's oh god, I would rather. And he just got
2: fish guts on his upper lip.
3: Oh, um, scales.
2: Um. So there's still a, the last minutes of the movie that we have. To yeah, talk let's
3: about. let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, Dan.
2: Uh, they fall in love, and she's like, "Marry us, Chief!" And the chief's like. Okay, seems quick, but sure. Uh, and then she's like, "I'm not gonna leave my husband." And Joe's like, "You should leave." She's like, "No." I'm like, okay. So then they jump in the volcano together, uh, and then they bounce like Mario and Super Mario sixty-four when he lands on the lava. And he goes, "Wow!"
1: Literally, oh, oh the that's, the what the,
0: that's what the lead singer of Disturbed is trying to do.
3: <laughs> I mean, inspiration comes in all forms.
0: He's doing a Mario impression. Now I
2: get it. Yes. Oh, I feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow!
3: When you're losing your game that you've been trying to beat for weeks and weeks and weeks, and it happens to be Mario Paper World.
1: What? I don't know, Mario Dan. Mario Paper oh, World? All... Yeah, trying i trying like... to be relatable.
3: That... I'm trying to meme. You guys have just made... I'm old. You guys have made fun of my accent. I don't know anything about Mario. This is awful.
2: Yeah, it's like you're being bullied by a bunch of 11-year-olds.
3: <laughs> Wait, can I tell you my favorite Mario joke?
0: yes <laughs> so why does it look like it's physically hurting you not to say <laughs> yeah. it
3: Mario went to the courts after he got a ticket and he asked what he had to pay and the judge said $100 it's a fine and Mario said no it's a not <laughs> it- <laughs> It's a fine. No, it's a not.
0: <laughs> and Anna has been broken.
3: I got up at 530 this morning. I literally don't know what you want from me.
0: <laughs> hey, I was still awake when you woke up.
3: Oh, oh God. And then so there was why? an earthquake. Whee! No, cause you make my earthquake.
2: Yeah. Do you know why there was an earthquake? Tectonic. Because flights. the volcano erupted and sunk the <laughs> island. Correct. Yes. But don't worry, More More
0: deaths that
2: Joe and Patricia do not worry do about. Not care they about. They even about. mention it. They're like they—they're all basically dead.
3: Um. <laughs> yeah. That's not really a happy ending, y'all. That's pretty. That's pretty no. It says they live
0: happily ever ever after at the end. It is a happy. It's pretty
3: one. catastrophic. Almost
2: they're safe on the steamer trunks and then uh, Patricia's like that wasn't a real doctor that's my dad's doctor that's like a fake doctor that you got sent to you don't have any brain fog you idiot you didn't even get a second opinion
3: I feel like and then hap- they live
2: happily ever after.
3: I feel like after those lines they should have just both looked at the camera with giant smiles on their face while that always sunny music plays underneath
0: <laughs> <laughs> just like the it, it just zooms into Tom Hanks' face while the curb Theme plays. that's yeah. what it was the
1: curb theme <laughs>
2: Oh. And, and that is joe versus the volcano We made it literally gosh. it does say they all live happily ever after yes. I and it is it. i think
0: it is criminally underrated i think the meta score and the imdb score are too low i think it is a a, a very good movie
2: well alex if you we have to check the letterboxed score to see how like-minded people think It's about a 3.2 I already checked.
3: Score. Oh. Okay.
0: <laughs> I would pro- I mean, I, I personally uh, very much enjoyed this film, uh, but I'm also uh, a film boy, like, indie person, and it was very odd and unique, so that's probably why I I liked it a lot more. Because mm-hmm. um, definitely not for... A uh, general audience, especially one that is... I don't know if this came out before Sleepless or You've Got this came out before, before. Sleepless in yeah. Seattle. So, yeah. I guess uh, if, if it had come out after, uh, people would have uh, not probably gotten what they were looking for in a Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks rom-com.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think it was good that this was the first one. To, <laughs> you know, because then people could uh, be like, well, Sleepless in Seattle was more what I wanted. As opposed to that hot mess that I watched <laughs> before.
0: Like, imagine your grandma watching all of the Meg Ryan Tom Hanks com er, rom-coms.
3: You mean me? Me watching all of them? She-
0: yeah, basically Anna. But, like, you could already know. She'd be like, yeah, I like Sleepless in Seattle, and you've got mail. Joe versus the Volcano was interesting.
2: It it's- made me think about my mortality a lot, <laughs> and I didn't like mm-hmm.
3: that. It's really not... A rom-com? It's it's a dark comedy. Like, I, guess. I it's a
2: com, but it's not a rom. It's yeah. a
3: it's a decom.
2: It's a decom. <laughs> 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 Eddie's million dollar
0: cookoff, followed by Joe versus the volcano.
2: It has the, the name feature. of a decom. That's true. Like a late '90s decom.
3: Yeah. I thought that's what you guys were gonna have me watch. I thought I was gonna turn this on, and it was gonna be some low budget Disney Channel movie.
0: Well, get ready for heavyweights because that's kind of it's it's a Disney Channel or it's a Disney movie. It's not Disney Channel original.
3: Tom Hanks nice in Disney
0: it? Uh, no, no, but Paul F- is. Paul Feig is too. A very mm. young Paul Feig that I did not know was Paul Feig till halfway mm. through the movie. We love Paul Feig. It's <laughs> oh, also uh, written by Judd Apatow, and apparently, oh. uh, shoot, who's that one? Leslie Bibb is that her? Who's best in a lot wife. of yeah? yeah. Apparently, on their wife. first date. Sh- oh,
2: Leslie Mann is his Leslie wife? Mann.
0: Leslie Mann. Yes, yeah. that's oh, sorry. it. Uh, on their first date, Judd Apatow showed her heavyweights to try to impress her.
3: Oh, that's really cute.
2: Yeah, um, I met Judd Apatow once. I saw in him in a stairwell at Marquette University. <laughs> he laughed at one of my jokes. Look I'm at you. So in. Okay, he flex wa- he, on us. This was four years ago, and he doesn't remember me, but I'm so in.
3: Well, like flex um, on us. That's cool.
2: Um. About about Joe vs. the Volcano. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I liked the first two acts. Yeah. You're you I don't think the romance worked very well, but the comedy did. Yeah. Which I enjoyed. I, I think...
3: wish he had ended up
2: with Angelica. Oh. That a, that's you a, guys both a, got a, really quiet. An I
3: opinion. just thought <laughs> it was cute. I
1: loved um,
0: her. Yeah, I mean you're just the Ebert. I Anna's the Siskel <laughs> Anna's the Siskel. You're the Ebert. And I'm just. Are you Roper? Are you Richard Roper? I'm just a devoted fan.
3: Not a devoted fan.
0: (laughs) I really like this movie,
3: and that's why. I mean, everyone's allowed to like what they like.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay. I don't
3: mean that in a mean way. Wow. No, no, no. (laughs) I just mean like you know, like I love, um, A Walk to Remember.
0: No, walk the line. That's that's the Johnny Cash
3: one. Yes, no, watch well, is the cancer one. Speaking
0: of Johnny Cash, uh, in my guitar hero band, he plays the drums.
3: <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> this podcast is over.
0: Uh, I also uh, have a a question that I've been wanting to ask you. Uh, who, what, what Meg Ryan do you think? Uh, we all are. Wow.
3: Hmm.
0: And, and, like, let's say we can't, like, be the same Meg Ryan. We all have to be a different yeah. Meg Ryan.
2: Um. It's basically what we're trying to figure out is who do we want to force into the Angelica role. Oh,
3: thank God. I said I thought I was going to be Angelica and I didn't want to <laughs> say it because I thought we were all going to be fighting over her. It's me. I'm Angelica. Okay.
0: Which one? Remind me who Angelica is, is again.
3: She's, She's the, the, redhead. the redhead. The redhead, the flippity think,
0: jibbit, okay. Because
3: yeah. I'm a little bit of a hot mess sometimes. I'm not like daddy's money a hot mess. I'm my own money hot mess, but I'm still a hot mess.
2: I feel like, Alex, you would be Dottie. Yeah. Is that the,
0: the first the the reception? Yeah. 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 Didi. Okay, I'm cool with that.
3: Are you Patricia, Dan, with your flowing I'm blonde the, hair?
2: I'm the flowing blonde hair. I'm the strong independent woman. <laughs> I'm Thank long-term Meg Ryan.
0: I think I think it. Uh, I think this is all based on willingness to jump in a volcano. I think each yeah. Meg Ryan. Is oh more... wait,
2: then I would be. Oh no, I'm <laughs> sleepless in Seattle, Meg Ryan. That I'm not even in
0: this movie. <laughs> I think each Meg Ryan is closer to wanting to jump into the volcano because you get Dee <laughs> Dee, who's like doesn't want to do anything with death. You get yeah. Angelica is contemplating suicide
3: wait no i'm not contemplating suicide though <laughs> you're I losing make your jokes sight, about...
2: losing your mind wish somebody would tell you you're fine
3: i mean like i'm i'm i sing a lot of emo songs i guess that counts sure and like yeah. i say i'm deceased all the time that's how i'll connect it you know she's morbid <laughs> but like i just say i'm dead all the time <laughs>
2: Uh, some trivia. There's very little trivia about this. Well, no way. <laughs> I, it's shocking.
3: It was probably um, all written by Alex. <laughs> uh,
2: this was Nathan Lane's second film appearance. Mm. Love that. I don't know what his first was. Um, I didn't look that up. It is long rumored that John Patrick Shanley has a no rewrites clause in his contract before he agrees to work on any movie. Hate that. And, and, but this was the only movie that actually had that clause. Because it was only granted because he was the director.
3: I hate that, though. What if something's really bad, like this whole film?
2: I mean, John
0: Patrick Shanley is very hit or miss when it comes to movies, it seems.
3: It was interesting.
2: He's very doubt and moonstruck or miss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and dinosaurs we're, we're back, back in dinosaur than ever. Yeah, he
0: definitely probably uh, has a lot more success on on the stage than he does in the, the movie world.
2: Yeah. Um, Lloyd Bridges, who plays Gray Namor, is Jeff Bridges and Bo Bridges' father. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then... Um, Meg Ryan characters are supposed to symbolize the changes of the same woman someone met during its life according to the filmmakers if you can unpack what that sentence is supposed to mean you have gotten a perfect score on the english portion of your sat that doesn't mean anything (laughs) i mean it might say
3: it again please
2: yeah I didn't change any of the words. Meg Ryan plays three different characters. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. They are meant to symbolize the changes of the same woman someone met during its life, according to the filmmakers.
0: Okay, I think I understand what it's trying to say. I think it's trying to say that it's worded awfully, but it's basically trying to say it represents one specific woman changing like throughout their life basically so like Hmm. so i I think that goes back not as dour of like the like the more contemplative of suicide for each meg ryan but like you get the first meg ryan who's still stuck in that dead end job not really wanting to take this leap of faith uh and like Mm -hmm. do things for them and like be their own person and then you get the second meg ryan who's trying to do things for themselves but can't like get out of that bubble Of, like, you know, she's trying to be, like, an artist and a poet and stuff, but really her only success comes from her dad because her dad owns that restaurant and that's where her art is hanging and stuff. And -hmm. then you get the last Meg Ryan who goes on into this trip and makes the leap of faith and is finally this independent person. So it kind of is the same thing with Joe as well, who kind of has the same story arc.
3: Okay, um...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anna Anna doesn't like my my theory about that. No, I don't
3: dislike your theory. I just... I think whoever wrote that has never talked to a woman in their life. (laughs) Like, I have gone through changes in my personality because that's what happens, but I I really don't think, like... I would be...
0: Maybe, maybe it's I'm just using
3: my literal brain and not my, my movie vision maybe, metaphorical brain.
0: Maybe each Meg Ryan represents how many glasses of milk she has in a day.
3: <laughs> I was just going to say, do you think this is a metaphor for the amount of calcium you're supposed to take in with each meal?
0: Yeah, first Meg Ryan is one milk a day, one glass of milk a day. Second Meg Ryan what? is two, and third is three glasses of milk a day.
3: And that's when you reach your peak Meg Ryan. <laughs> that is weird.
2: That's when you have enough calcium. Your that bones is, are fortified. That is, is top you, Ryan.
3: When the osteoporosis isn't even coming near you. Yeah,
2: um, Alex. Yeah, what's up? Who is your favorite actor or actress? John I've Candy. Said this before, but John Candy. Um, who uh, you mentioned?
0: Movie. You mentioned Paul Blart, and I didn't say it, but I'm gonna go back to it. Uh, do you think that if John Candy was still alive, he would play Paul Blart?
3: Absolutely. Uh yeah.
0: I think I, I don't think Kevin James would have a career. I feel like Kevin John James Candy is a poor man, so
3: Kevin James could run.
0: Yeah, and John Candy is way better at comedy than Kevin mm-hmm. James. Okay, that's maybe all I, that maybe
3: was... maybe John Candy ran so Kevin James could walk. Good <laughs> <Could> segue. Good <laughs> segue.
0: Okay, that's uh, that's all I had. Anyway, yes, yeah, so my favorite actor is John Candy.
2: Better, worse, or the same with John Candy as, I guess, Tom Hanks.
3: Um, wow. Splash, is that you?
2: As much <laughs> as I love John Candy, I do think
0: Tom Hanks fits the role very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think John Candy kind of already plays sort of like a a, a person who's sort of a free spirit, I guess, who just kind of does whatever they want. Like, he's yeah. just always very, like, you know, himself. Uh, you don't really get a lot of range with John Candy, I guess I'll say. Uh, which is why I love him. I think, he, like, we, he, even though he kind of just plays sort of this, like, kind of big doofus, I think he plays it very well. And it always makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, yeah, I think Tom Hanks is is a better choice. Although, there is another movie with Tom Hanks and John Candy... Called volunteers, and it's not good. And we tried watching it, and we couldn't finish it.
2: Hmm. Oh, that's sad.
0: Yeah.
3: I guess I'll stick to Splash then.
2: Yeah,
0: I need to watch that.
2: Uh, Anna, better, worse, or the same? Jonathan Taylor Thomas's milk mustache. No. Not- <laughs> I thought you were
3: gonna say Jonathan Taylor Thomas and three glasses of milk.
2: <laughs> uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas as The trunk salesman? I don't know. He doesn't fit in this movie at all.
3: Superb. I think he, as a milk salesman. No, no I know a lot about women. No, No, not the women. Don't leave the women out of this, please. (laughs) We don't want He brought them in. JTT, we don't want... You know, you know he didn't write that. He just posed for the picture and some creepy old neckbeard wrote it. Anyway, This
2: man is a Harvard graduate. He's written everything that he's ever appeared near. Every episode of Home Improvement, all his lines, written by him. That's how it works.
0: Another really good Got Milk ad shows Shrek doing a very good slam dunk in a a basketball jersey. What
2: mad lib ass (laughs) sentence was that? Another good got milk ad shows Shrek doing a slam dunk. A very
0: good slam dunk. A very good I slam dunk. I used the same adjective because I forgot that I used the first did. adjective first. I
3: hate
0: it. It's a very good slam dunk, and uh, I'm really glad that Shrek got his milk. There's also one with the cast of Everybody Loves Raymond, and all of them have milk mustaches except for Brad Garrett, and he looks very upset. <laughs> that makes
1: sense. <laughs>
2: um better or worse, than the same with jimmy stewart as the old, the old dude. man the wizard the old man i'd love it the yeah I'd, uh, yeah i could see that maybe better why not why not <laughs> um so alex on a scale of one to five casually shrugging off the death of thousands of people <laughs> that you've recently come across what do you give the movie?
0: Uh, honestly, I'm at a at a strong four, uh, more leaning towards a four and a half. I very much enjoyed this movie.
2: Okay. I'm going to give my rating before Anna gives her rating because I'm really interested in what number she gives. I'm giving it a 3 out of 5. Or a 3.5 out of 5. All I enjoyed right. it. I thought it was fun. Good. Not groundbreaking. Uh, sometimes I thought these I were a little too I self-congratulatory, th- like I I'm think such a good writer. Yeah,
0: I think for the time
2: it was groundbreaking. Yeah, I guess, for, like, a mainstream movie. For a
0: mainstream movie, yeah. I think it definitely, like, obviously, like, there's a lot of metaphors that are very, like, on the nose and stuff. But I think for what it was trying to do, I think Roger Ebert said it best, where it's, like, it's a very different movie and feels very original. And I think especially during that time.
2: Yes. Speaking of very different rating. (laughs) (laughs) What do you give it?
3: Now, listen, first act, zero. I did not like the first act. (laughs) Second act, five. I love Angelica. Third act, three. It got weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm going to give it a 2.5.
2: Overall. That's higher than I expected you to give it, honestly. Yeah,
0: that's pretty Uh,
3: decent. You know, maybe it's because of the friends I made along the way. Yeah. You know? Wait, what did you
0: you give Blues Brothers 2000? Because you definitely gave it a higher rating before I yelled at you.
3: I don't remember. (laughs) I honestly do not remember. Sometimes when I give the rating, I have, like, no logic behind it. I'm just saying what feels right, you know? I'm vibing over here. You
2: black out and the spirit of the rating comes out and answers the question.
3: Yes, pretty much. The spirit of Tom Hanks be with me tonight, even though he's alive.
2: (laughs) Um... So that's it for Joe versus the volcano. Um, we will be back next week again with Alex. Hello. He, he, <laughs> no. <laughs> Just He'll be we back.
3: Like Alex, I like Alex.
0: You hear that, Alex? I'm liked.
3: <laughs> it's the only time you're ever gonna hear it. So don't get used to it. Game Someone hasn't had
0: their other. glass of milk today.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah, that's darn right. My bones are brittle.
1: <laughs>
2: um, we will be back next week talking about another 90s comedy that Alex believed does not get as much love as it should. Um, it is Heavyweights, yes. which is available streaming more places than Joe vs. the Volcano is.
0: Yeah, yeah Joe vs. the Volcano had this. like a, a month stint on HBO Max, I think. And then they took it off because <laughs> I don't think anybody
3: watched it. Sir, I had to pay three whole doll hairs for this movie.
0: I'm, I'm upset because I also rented it. I paid like $3 to rent it. And then I mm-hmm. forgot right after I rented it that I have it on VHS and I have a VHS. Oh, my movie. gosh. <laughs> That's a VHS. <laughs> it's like, dang it. <laughs> Uh, this is the so, second
3: movie I'd rented in two days because the day before I'd watched *Dirty Dancing*. So, well,
0: *Heavyweights* is on Disney
3: Plus. So. Yeah, so
2: it's easy to get. Uh, so tune in for that. Um, In the meantime, if you would like to support In Conclusion, you can do so on Facebook and Twitter at In Conclusion, on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast. We have a Patreon where you can give us money and we will allegedly give you stickers at some point. Dan,
3: stop (laughs) coming for me. I was really overwhelmed with life. I'm finally back on track, y'all.
2: At patreon.com slash In Conclusion. But the best way you could support us is by telling your friends and spreading the word and getting us... Uh, more people to listen and also leaving us a review and a rating on iTunes, hopefully five stars, anything less and I will come to your house with a baseball bat. I won't do or anything. Just I'll just hands. be there. I'll show yeah, Anna's hands, hands are honestly much scarier than me with a baseball bat. I, I have no hands. coordination.
3: People who don't know what I look like probably think that I'm, like, actually big and intimidating, but I'm just a small bean with noodle arms and pencil legs.
0: And bad bones. Bad bones.
3: What is it from Spongebob? Glass bones and paper skin every yeah. morning? I Yeah.
0: Oh my god. You, Anna, you need to get a motorcycle and uh, get a leather jacket with an uh, embroidered patch that says bad bones. <laughs> <laughs> I would bet that. I have
3: um, a denim jacket with a bag of trash with sexy legs and it says hot garbage.
2: Nice. That's awesome.
0: I would Thanks. love um, for you to create a biker gang called
2: the osteoporosis gang. I
3: would. Squad goals.
2: <laughs> Alex, if you want people to find you, where can they find you?
0: Um, I actually have something to plug. I, I'm on TikTok now. And it's
2: great. Your TikToks are great. Thank you.
0: Oh, uh, I I've, I've you been making follow. some I've been making some comedy TikToks. Uh, and some some uh, some of them are uh, no all of them are very dumb but my <laughs> friends have said that it has made them laugh so I take that in stride uh, so you can Beautiful. follow me at Alex Langosh A-L-E-X-L-A-N-G-O-S-C-H I have not posted in a couple weeks but I have ideas and I'm going to film them soon
3: Bless,
2: wonderful if you want to find me you can find me on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe86 I also have a TikTok that I won't plug go find it I dare you
0: you can just find it in my following
2: yeah it's not difficult <laughs> I've plugged it on the earlier episodes uh, Anna where can they find you
3: you can find me on Instagram at Atomus Prime 818 I have a tiktok too but I usually just use it to watch and sometimes I use it to like duet with accompaniment, accompaniment. A, a condom accompanists like pianists who record on tiktok and I just like to sing with it so like I don't know don't follow me on there <laughs> Sometimes I post dumb stuff For fun I mostly just want to watch dog videos And live my life That's all Or you can follow me on Twitter At <laughs> AutobotsRollOut Capital O for auto capital Beaver bots Capital R for roll and O and roll and O and out Are zeros
2: I was waiting. There are set beats at the end, Anna. I can't say my and next o- line and until roll you blend the open.
3: Out are zeros. Awesome.
2: We'll be back next week for Heavyweights. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, have fun, wear a mask, get vaccinated. Bye bye. Bye. See you next
0: week.
3: If he doesn't look like. If his ass doesn't look like the penguin, I don't want it, okay?